is Liz. This is Kenzie. Can you tell me? Sorry, I could have introduced myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were a little rusty. Yep. It's been a little bit. Welcome to the Ghost Guild Podcast, a podcast dedicated to paranormal investigations and histories. I'm your ghost gal, Liz Kowal. I'm finally back. Today's episode features the Orson Star House in Royal Oak, Michigan. The evidence presented in today's episode was obtained over several months with the help of various investigators. To start us off, here's Alex Kerrigan with a brief history of the Orson Star House. Hello, my name is Alex Kerrigan and I'm the chair of the Royal Oak Historical Commission which oversees the care and maintenance of the Orson Star House. Orson Star and his wife, Rhoda, moved from Upper State, New York, with their young son in 1831. Orson Star came over with the knowledge and skill of manufacturing cowbells that he learned from his family. They lived in the log cabin for 14 years before he completed the house in 1845. In this time frame, they lost three children in one week to what we believe was the flu. Once the house was completed, Orson Star manufactured his cowbells and also had a working farm. Once cowbells became more obsolete, the family moved on to manufacturing bricks, which his son then took over many years later. The house remained in the family for many generations. There's a lot of additions, such as bathrooms and bedrooms, and doors were removed and then replaced. In the 1970s, the city of Royal Oak bought the house and restored it to how it would have looked in the early 1900s and turned it into a museum. In addition to the history of the Orson Star House, Alex shared with me her paranormal experiences there. When I started volunteering at the house, I had heard many stories from the existing commission and the guild, which runs the tours, um, that the house had some paranormal activity and people had heard footsteps and voices over the years and a lot of the city workers were afraid to come to the house to do maintenance. I was really skeptical of these stories for a long time when I would go in and I would clean in the afternoons, I'd be by myself and I'd just put in headphones and I would just would ignore whatever I felt. Um, but oftentimes when I was there, my cleaning supplies would get knocked down or I would have the sense that someone was standing behind me. And I really just chalked it up to it being just the vibe and the atmosphere of the house itself. It's very um, old looking and creaky and so I thought these feelings were just from myself. Then last summer, I had to go to the house to clean. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. I was by myself and I had gotten about halfway through the cleaning when I was back in the master bedroom, which is on the main floor in the original part of the house. When I heard footsteps coming up the basement stairs, I thought this doesn't sound like an adult. It sounded lighter like a child. And I stood there for a long while listening and I thought, oh, maybe it's someone delivering mail on the front porch, and maybe I'm just hearing it weird. So I went to the front of the house, and I went to the front door, and I checked the porch, and there was no mail, there was nobody around. I then decided to just stand and listen for a few minutes, and that's when I heard footsteps walking from one bedroom upstairs to the next bedroom. And it really terrified me because I thought someone was in the house and maybe was squatting or something. So I left, got my mom, and came back, checked the whole house, and nobody was there. The most recent incident I've had at the house was when I was there alone again. Um, I was in the office, which is on the main floor next to the master bedroom. Uh, I was going through the filing cabinet trying to find something. 
when I felt something touch the top of my head. I thought it maybe was the air turning on, like the heating. But then I remembered there is no forced air in that house and that it is radiator heating only, um, which gave me pause. And I thought, well, maybe they're just saying hi today. Um, and so that wasn't really a scary or frightening experience, which was comforting. Thank you for letting me give you a brief history of the house and letting me tell my experiences. I look forward to the podcast. We're in the basement of the Orson Star House. Do you guys? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ian. Do you guys not like the fireworks? Three for no, two for yes. Okay, so there was just a big yellow blob that ran across. No way. Yeah, it's like right here though, in front of you. In this session, we're using a thermal cam in the basement. The thermal cam is used to check for any variations in temperatures, and sometimes you can see anomalies. Is that me? Yeah. Oh, I see it. it. That's Liz. Okay. And then that's the top of the humidifier, and then can you take something up here? Well, it went so fast. Oh. It's like gone already. Just pull the trigger if you want to take a picture. Okay. No way. Yeah, it was very fast, but the whole screen went like yellow. In this next clip. We didn't hear the response in real time. It wasn't until we later reviewed the evidence that we heard this creepy voice. Can you step back a little bit, please? And we can reestablish that. Our baselines. I hear it's dark, leave me be, but I'd love to know what you hear. Can you tell us who's down here? Can I say like something? There you go. Yeah. It went up to three just as that said that. Do you want us to leave? Possible. Oh, it's at three now, too. Yeah, it's just going up all the way. Yeah. So you want us to leave? Whoa. That's what it's going to red. Yeah. We aren't here to hurt you or mess with you. We'd just like to talk to you. Is that okay? Could you turn the flashlight on for us, please? Okay, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Ok
I'm not sure what it was in reference to, but we picked up a response that sounds like it's saying, look who's the type. Did you build homes? Georgie, Lydia, Lois Ann, we're here. We told you we were coming by. We told you I was going to bring Annie. So I came to see you. I brought you the toy car that you like. I was telling Annie how, remember that one time when it was like super negative up here? Yes. It was not the kids. No, it wasn't. That was When we heard that get fun. out and then it, that growl and yes. we're like, bye. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was that creepy. Was creepy. Like, first time we've ever felt uncomfortable yeah. up here. Georgie, were you telling us that you're here? Whoa. What? It is like yelling out like crazy. Georgie, do you like that doll in the chair? Saying nope. Yeah, that's a solid no. <laughs> do you see that Kenzie look? Georgie, do you like that doll in the chair? Georgie, is it past your bedtime? <laughs> I know your mom was upset with us one last time because we had kept you guys up late. My, I have this thing on my camera, so it'll try to like focus in on faces, and then it'll put like green dots. Mm -hmm. And it only does it sometimes. I got a ton of those down in the coal shoot. Like fake, like the faces, the green boxes. Like, I had. Sorry, Kenzie. It's okay. It was you and Annie. Um, there was like three, three other ones. Bryce, David, Brandon. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I didn't know what those were. Holy cow! I bet you that's what it was. Mm -hmm. We gotta look at those. No mm -hmm. bath. No bath? You guys no wanna bath. skip your baths tonight? No bath? That's so weird. Like, why? I don't, yeah, That's I pretty had no idea what those were. You guys don't wanna take a bath tonight? Here's some candy. You can have some. Does it still say no baths? Mm hmm. Who doesn't wanna take a bath? 
that tap? Do you guys hear that tapping? Could you tell us who's up here? Are Brandon, Bryce, or David up here? Georgie, Lois Ann, Lydia? A new word is those. You guys just hear it said David. Did you hear that? At this point in the investigation, we are upstairs in what we call the nursery. Earlier in the night, we were in the basement and we had received three names that we had never gotten before. Bryce, David, and Brandon. Annie and I were standing in the coal chute in the basement when we received those three names. During our time in the coal chute, I felt someone tug on my arm and it felt like somebody was holding onto my arm. Did you hear that? Um, I didn't pay attention, but it said those right after you said the three names, which was up here. It said those. So maybe those ones? Maybe those Brand. names? Was it after Brandon, David, and... Yeah. Yeah, you said Brandon, da uh, Brandon David, and Bryce up here, and it said those. And, and then, then that's you when heard, I heard David. David. Yeah. Well, we have three pieces of candy up here for Bryce, David, and Brandon. The candy that Annie was referencing, we are using as a trigger object to try to elicit a response from a spirit using something that they may be familiar with. So in addition to the trigger object, we are also using a flashlight to see if we could get yes and no responses. We usually ask them to turn it on for yes, off for no. A K2 meter, which you hear me ask to light up to a certain number, color, uh, for a yes or no response. We have the spirit box going, which is that static and the some of the voices that you hear in the back. We're also using an app on Kenzie's phone, which is why you hear her saying random words. I'm always cautious about using these apps. The basic idea behind some of these are that an intelligent entity can use this app to communicate using a database of pre-selected words. I'm just cautious that it could just be like a bot or just random words coming across the screen. I'm sure there's some good ones out there, but I just haven't found one yet. Could you turn the flashlight on for us, please? It's up on the table. Abby? Abby is here? Do you mean Annie? No, that's a very small yeah. No. So, Abby is here? So, yes, that's saying yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, could you step back a little bit, please? So we're going to do two dots for no and three for yes. So two, the green for no and orange for yes. Can we do that? That just said yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Easy peasy. Does Abby want a piece of candy too? We have some new names to March. March? Mm 
Is your birthday in March? Yes. I'm going to take a video. Is that okay? As the session continued, we received a response on the app on Kenzie's phone. We then received an additional response on the spirit box. We'll play that for you now. Okay, Abby, if you're here. And? Hand? Yep. Was that Abby that was putting her hand on Liz? That's a solid no. <laughs> Could you step back a little bit from that, please? From the from the lights. There you go. Keep going, just a little bit more. Abby, can you tell me how old you are? Homicide. Oh. It says homicide. Abby, we don't like that. I need you to stop that right now. Why can't you? That's all I have to read. Mm -hmm. Okay. We came up here to communicate with Georgie, Lois, Lois, Ann, and Lydia. We don't want anything negative happening up here. Do you understand? I'm going to use my mom voice on you, and you're not going to like that. We're not doing that. If you can't play nice, then you're not going to play. Do you understand? Lost. Are you lost? You need help because we will help you. So we're doing two dots for no and three for yes. Can you step back from that light so we can talk with you? When we initially started our session in the nursery, we had gone up there to communicate with the star children, Georgie, Lois Ann, and Lydia. We started receiving responses from Abby that made us uncomfortable. The messages initially seemed threatening, but once we expressed that, the responses seemed to change to possibly a little girl looking for help. Abby, are you lost? Tina? Tina? Who's Tina? My mom. Oh my god, yeah. Abby, do you know Tina? Do you know somebody named Abby? Um, anyone that's passed. Anyone like close. Thanks. Do you have a message for Tina? That went right up to yes immediately. Oh my gosh. What's your message? And maybe we can pass that on to Tina. Did you say husband? So after we ask, Abby, are you lost? And before we get the name Tina, there's an EVP in there that we didn't hear in real time, but heard after we were reviewing evidence. I can't make out what it says, but tell me if you can. Abby, are you lost? 
Since we didn't hear those responses in real time, we continued on with our session. Where's David? On the second floor. Did you just hear that? Yes. Yeah. The response was relevant because we were on the second floor at the time. That was crazy. Noah? Noah. Where's Noah? Oh, just look on a face. What? It's like lighting up on a face. Are you sitting at the desk? Who's on the chair? Like blind now. Mm -hmm. Where's that Scopey thing? David. It, it says, says David. David. I'm not shitting you. It says David. David is not, you're sitting on the desk? On the chair. On the chair, I mean? Sorry. That is insane. David. David, David, David yeah. there. That is insane. David. David, would you like to come in here and talk with us? That's lighting up. David, what's your last name? Calm. You want us to calm down? Sorry, we got excited. Yeah, we did yeah, get we're excited. We're super excited to talk to you, David. Because you're communicating and we're loving it. Okay, we're all calm. Can you tell us your last name, please, David? Apparently, our excitement was too much for the spirits because after that, the rest of the night was pretty quiet. This is Liz and Logan in the basement in the room where we think that they used to store the coffins. We're investigating here because we think this is where we'll get a lot of activity. And before we started, um, I just got a lot of activity in the K2 meter. It just went all, it just died up all six lights. All the way up to red? Yeah, it lighted up all five lights. 
Our team, Into the Afterlife Paranormal, hosted a friends and family night at the Orson Star House. My son Logan really wanted to investigate with us, and this was his opportunity to do so. Well, that's where my feet are tingling. It must be like standing on your feet. Who's here? Okay. Okay, let's put another kiss here. Thanks for giving us a lot of activity. Okay, if you're here, can you light this up? Three dots? Whoa, that went all the way up. Okay. Thank you. That was very awesome. Can you do that again? That might have been my phone, Logan. Let's see. Maybe not. It has to be a ghost. Yeah, because look, I'm putting my phone right next to it. It's not doing anything. That has to be a spirit. Okay, if that was you, could you light that up for us again, please? Yes, please. That was Logan whispering. How many, how many people are in this room? What was the fifth child's name? You just like asking what the child's name is. That's okay. <laughs> you can ask any questions you want. You just have to remember to use your manners, right? Yeah. Once again, we didn't hear the response in real time. I hear he's a child or that's the truth, but what do you think? One of the benefits to investigating a place multiple times is you can build on the evidence from previous investigations. And it seems that spirits may become comfortable with seeing you and may interact with you more. Organically, I have this meter here. Oh, there it goes. Can you light it up three dots for yes and two for no? And then we can communicate with you. Would that be okay? There's also one behind Kenzie on the dresser that just lit up the three. Okay. Are you David? No. Are you part of a star family? Are you a man? Yes, that will to yes right mm -hmm. away. Thank you. Are you... Um, <laughs> okay, so you're a man, so are you an adult? Are you a child? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So you're a boy. Can you tell me how old you are? 
You can talk into this little box here. We'll sit right on the Bible. Or we can try to guess your age using the light. Would you prefer yes with the lights? Okay, thank you. Are you between five and 10? It led up to yes, like when Just I said, yeah. Are you five? Like right oh, away, five. Uh -huh. Okay, so you're five years old? Yes, thank you. Oh, good job. Okay, can you step back just a little bit? Thanks. Oh, it just got really cold on my back. Yeah. Are you Georgie? Yes. Yes, that was a truck going by. Are you Georgie Star? talking upstairs. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> Georgie, we're so glad that you come and talk to us every time we're here. You haven't been here in a while. Did you get to talk to Nick yesterday? Yes. Right away. Right away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Did you enjoy having them here? Yes. Are your sisters here too? Yes. Is Lois here? No. Yes. Hi, Lois. Lydia, are you here too? For this next session, we are joined by Detroit Rock City Paranormal. During this session, we collected a few EVPs. Okay, in the basement of the Orson Star House. Right. Over there. K2. Right. Oh, you want to put one out there? I think that might be good for that one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have to take right. off. I wonder what's going like all the teachers are going off. I was just telling Kenzie my eight year old explained to me how the universe was formed using my laser vision. Oh, that's Does Kim look like someone you used to know? Brandon is here again. 
Brandon, are you following us from room to room? We got Brandon in the basement upstairs and not here. Hmm. Most likely. Brandon, can you tell us how old you are? You want to try the spirit box? I think we're getting pretty good responses with that. Since the correlates with them, sometimes you just send it. Attic. Attic? Who's in the attic? Is there a statue? It's just me. That was when we first got there. That's for sure. Something in here? He said, Is there a statue? And this final clip is a good example of how sometimes when you're just having a conversation with your own fellow investigators, spirit likes to chime in. I don't know if you guys know who Sherilyn Carter is, but she tests different apps that do this type of thing. So for the guys that, that um, they make them. And I used a couple of hers that she recommended. I bought them and put them on my phone. Unfortunately, they don't transfer when you get a new phone and you have to buy them again. Um, so I didn't do that, but the first, the first time we got them, we were sitting in the kitchen table, just asking different questions. And we said, who is this? And it said, the devil. And then the next thing that came through, it says, open the door. Uh, so I'm like, see, please open the door. Yeah, we just, we turned the app off. Thanks for listening, and thank you for sticking by me through this long hiatus. We're working on a plan to get episodes out more frequently. In the meantime, you can also catch me on Paranormal Pop on Blog Talk Radio the first Wednesday of every month with my fellow investigator Brian Danhausen and the fabulous medium Exie Smith. With all that's going on right now, I don't really have any investigations lined up, but I am planning on attending the Michigan Paracon in Sault Ste. Marie in August. Hopefully I'll see some of you there. Make sure to follow me on social media, and if you're enjoying the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. I'm your ghost gal, Liz Kowal. You're dead to me. Mm-hmm.